From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about the conversations you may have around facial hair and sex with your sexy bearded man. And Chris Stapleton had this to say about beards. He said, everyone has a story on their beard. It's a way of finding common ground with people you might not otherwise know. And we're going to be getting into that on today's show, talking about beards and sexy bearded men. But first, we start each show with that's a hug. A, that's us, guys. That's us. <laughs> That is definitely where Tony and, and is I can right say, now. And I, can, and I can say that now because I have I have a beard. Now. He is a sexy bearded man now. But we're going to be sharing that story and, and the journey through this with all of you and and equipping you around this. But first, we start every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug and you know a hug. I love this part of the show because it's really an opportunity for us to celebrate couples in the one marriage, to celebrate where breakthrough has come or, or strategies. The one they, marriage, one family. In the one family, yes. Yes. <laughs> like one man. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know. You know, it's one of those days. But this hug came from an email that we had received that said, my husband and I recently got married in December 2020. I had discovered your podcast at the end of last year, a little bit before that, around September, and have been listening ever since, sharing them with my husband. Your podcast is an amazing and helpful addition to our toolbox. At the beginning of this year, 2021, we decided to join on, on the seven-day sex challenge, and it mm. really brought us together and strengthened our bond because we had to communicate a lot, become very vulnerable with each other, and be patient and loving when we were feeling too tired or too stressed during these seven days and just wanted to skip a day of the challenge. We stuck through it, mm. and it has truly helped benefit our relationship. So we thank you, too, for that. I love it. I love it. I love challenges. Well, Tony absolutely does love challenges, but I think what's really important here is, you know, here you've got a newlywed couple that is getting really intentional and taking action in those first precious months of marriage. They're mm -hmm. not just falling into this place of saying, you know what, just because we're newlyweds and, and everybody thinks that we should be having sex all the time, we're just going to kind of let it go to chance. They're saying, no, look at this. We're actually going to lay the foundation for our marriage and be intentional about our sexual. And I mean, you guys heard it there too, their emotional intimacy, having, you know, how they're going to persevere and things like that. So yeah. um, super excited to, to be able to celebrate them. Yep. And those of you also in the one family who have done seven day challenges, it's always great to hear from you on that. Now, jumping into today's show, you know, last week uh, we did episode 638, which was time to grieve. And that was a really heavy topic. Mm -hmm. Really heavy topic. It was, it was a hard show to record. Um, we've heard from so many of you that, that even listening to the show you could hear the emotion. You pro were processing your own emotions that, that a lot of you were comforted by the fact that, that here was a, another opportunity, a resource to actually be able to talk through the grief in your own life. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe uncover grief that you thought had actually been resolved, but was still sort of simmering there below the surface. And so we're, we're grateful for that feedback. Oh, thank you all for the love. Uh, it just, it comes through. It comes through in your DMs, your emails, your messages. So thank you so much. And and for for those that we've been able to, for myself, been able to respond to in comments in the One Family Facebook group, mm -hmm. just to, to hear your stories and everything. It, it's just amazing to have that connection. And typically when we do a, a big show like that, we like to come 
off of that and just lighten it up, lighten it up. You know, we got to have some fun and marriage is about fun and joy, even though we go through times of grieving. And so as Elise and I were coming out of that, we did this, we decided, you know what? Let's talk about a beard. Let's talk about guys who are, who have beards because the last time we talked about anything around this nature was 202 episodes ago when we recorded the episode, The Art of Manscaping. And interestingly enough, there was a, a wife in the One Family Facebook group who had re- recently, like in the last two weeks, had said, hey, I'm trying to find the show on beards. Like you guys have talked about it and we still yes. haven't done that show. So needing a little bit more lightheartedness, wanting to really address the beard situation because this has definitely changed in our marriage specifically in the last few months. And just bringing this all together because, you know, when it's been 202 episodes since you last talked about the topic. Facial hair. Yeah. Facial hair. It's time to, it's time to revisit that. Now, I'm going to just say this. You guys may not have facial hair. Ladies, you may have a man who doesn't have facial hair. It's okay. Stick with us. Mm-hmm. There's still emotional intimacy that gets discussed that may need to be brought up. There's still sexual intimacy in your own marriage that may need to come up. We're going to go into this. There are definitely different viewpoints for Melissa and I and how we got to this place. So so don't miss out in the conversation because maybe it's not about beards, but mm-hmm. there's some other conversation that's going on in your own home that needs to be addressed or was something years ago that is now starting to pop up now. Absolutely. And, you know, Tony mentioned that show that we did, um, number 437, The Art of Manscaping. And the focus on that show was really about hair removal, Mm -hmm. specifically for men, you know, facial hair, chest, back, arms, legs, the whole body, like just talking about what... Yeah. And I even would say that was more around, you know, the penis and the testicles, like just cleaning up, shaving. Right. Keeping it clean. And, you know, a lot of comments that came out of that show. um, and, And I just want you to know, we do we do read your comments, right? Mm-hmm. We do know that you guys are discussing the show. So yeah. don't just think, hey, Tony and Lisa record. And then it's like, oh, well, whatever. Um, but a lot of the comments that came out of that show were around beards and facial hair and and really people feeling very strongly. Pro- there was a lot of pro-beard action oh, very, going on No, no, there. no. Very, very much after that episode was a, from from the guys, very much this, hey, I have a beard and I am not, I am not going to remove my beard mm-hmm. to satisfy my wife orally. Right. And so, and for me, I got to say that this is 202 episodes, episodes ago. So we're talking. What? Somewhere in the vicinity of the, probably three and a half years ago. Yeah. So, Give or take. Yeah. So my perspective in life at that moment, I didn't have it because I hadn't had a beard goatee or anything for many, many years. So this is a cool thing about life in this marriage journey that we're on. Things change. Yeah. What happened 11 years ago, if you go back to the beginning of the One Extraordinary Marriage show, isn't where Tony and Elisa are today. Mm-hmm. That's the cool thing about the marriage journey we're on. It's a journey. There are times when you're high, there are times when you're low, and there are times when you're just rolling through it. And so it was interesting, though, to go, oh, well, wait a minute. I now have a beard and what does this look like in our marriage? Right. Because when, when that show came, I will tell you guys like strongly anti-beard. Alisa. Right? This, yeah, me, anti-beard. Um, when I met Tony, he had a really bushy goatee and, yeah. and 
you know, it was cute and that's what he had at the time. And, you know, so be it. I don't think it mattered at that point in time. You you were... It was all about... It was the entire package. I was not worried right. about like your facial Right. Like the goatee. Hair. I mean, that's sort of like just the hormones are like raging. I understand, but I think I in did. the beginning when you first meet it's hormones, it's attraction, it's the conversations, all of that. You you can let some of that stuff go. Yeah, but there are some people that would have like totally like dismissed you because oh, sure. you had a goatee. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't. It yeah. was good for it worked for me. And then, you know, over time he would like keep the goatee, he would shave it off, you know, yeah. not a big deal. But then Tony in two I even had that one time I had like a little Fu Man oh, yeah, thing. That, I, I didn't that like one that. I did not like. Yeah. And uh, then I shaved my head bald. Yeah, it was a bad combo. <laughs> like we've had, we've had, our and I agree with her on that one. That was not a good combo. But in 2000, Tony hiked the Pacific Crest Trail from Mexico to Canada. Four and a half months, 138 and, days, and grew out this definite mountain man beard. That, well, I tried to shave it early on, and then by the time I got to, I forget where. I think it was like Lake Tahoe, maybe. Uh, I was growing a goatee at the time, but shaving the sides, obviously, and. I just got fed up with having to shave at any point in time when you're on the trail for hours upon hours every day hiking. I mean, we average roughly 20 miles a day. When I say we, I met guys along the trail and we hiked together. Um, when you get to camp or you get to town, the last thing you really want to start thinking about is shaving. So I began to just grow out a beard. Probably I, I want to say it was in Tahoe area, if I can recall. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think you had it when I saw you in right. Tahoe. That's, so that's it would have been after. Right. Because you probably knew you weren't going to see me for a while. And so that was. Well, probably- I didn't see you until we, I finished. Well, right. But I'm saying Tahoe was the last time we saw. Anyway, right. we digress. We digress. Bring it back here. So Tony finishes the trail. When I see him in Canada, big old mountain man, unruly. Scruffy. Like it's everywhere. And I'm like, wow. Okay. That's that. Yeah. Okay. I'm three happy years to married see at that you. Point. Three years married at that time. I'm happy to see you, but you are not keeping this thing. Like this is ridiculous. And I really like I had all my dad has always been, you know, clean shaven from time to time. He'll have a mustache. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't grow in up the with 70s. Fish. He had a mustache in the 80s. Still, like 70s, <laughs> 80s, 90s, you know, but but so I didn't grow up with a lot of facial hair. And even as a child, I remember being kissed and being like, oh, if you had any type of stubble, I'm like, ooh, that's too pokey. That's too like I was so anti facial hair. And I didn't enjoy being kissed by by my dad or, you know, after I got married with Tony, where I'm like, I, I don't like the coarse hair. And I definitely, you know, and you referenced this when you were first talking about that Art of Manscaping show, I definitely don't enjoy oral sex with any type of stubble. That is just like a, oh, heck no type. Because it hurts. It's sens- like you're sensitive and it hurts. That was back in the day. It's changed since then. So then COVID happened yes. <laughs> to all of us. And during the month of November in 2020, and actually the months prior to that, our son had grown out his beard. He can actually grow like a full, thick beard. And he had just grown it out. And on the last day of November... And that's usually no shave November because November is men's, men's health. health. Yes. And that's all about like, hey, man, grow out your beard. Let's support men's health. Correct. So on that last day of November, our son shaves his beard and then Tony, actually that was the last day that Tony shaved his face. So Alex shaves all of his facial hair off and then Tony, like it was right, maybe it wasn't the exact day. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was a couple, I think it was about a week prior to that that I stopped shaving. So, so I've got this whole like, okay, in walks, you know, the 18 year old with baby face. And now my husband of 24 years is suddenly growing a beard. And it was like, what the heck is going on here? But and, and Alex can grow a beard. For, he's, he's accomplished That's for like, a young man. Alex can grow a beard. Like it, it's, it's, it's just awesome. Like he, thick and filled in and it doesn't get like really long yeah, and scraggly. Exactly. It's just for it's his really good. age. I'm like, dude, rock on. 
but now all of a sudden we're, we're here in this season where it's still pandemic and home and doing all this kind of stuff. And Tony's growing a beard and we have to start having some serious conversations around this. Yeah. And it was interesting addressing this topic to one another because at that point in time, I was just sort of at this place where I, I was sort of just tired of shaving and I was like, why not? Why not? Like something different. I haven't done it in a long time and it would just be fun to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and lo and behold, I began to like it. It was the first time I think in my life that I had a beard that wasn't patchy. And this is where I understand guys like now going back to that art of manscaping, like when you can grow a beard, like, and you can keep it for me personally, you can keep it tight. It's clean. It's trimmed up, but it's not all patchy. It's like, this is looking good. I got to say, I got a lot of people who are just like, dude, that's a nice beard. Dude, that's a, that's a good looking beard. I, I, I had a little bit of pride behind myself going, all right, talking to some of my buddies who have bigger be- beards. And I'm like, dude, you got a, you got a great beard. It's like, yeah, but I can't trim it up nice and tight like yours. Didn't realize, hey, they're different. Like guys like different things. Like some of us like it tight. Some of them, some guys like it long. I mean, I know a bunch of guys who have just these burly beards and I'm like, dude, you look good isn't something I would deal with. Um, but it was an interesting time for Elise and I, and I remember just being in our bathroom and just looking at her and going, I think I'm going to keep this. And the quizzical look on her face was one that I had seen many a times before, which is the one of like, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and so this Y'all is where... Y'all know that look in your marriage. So this is where... Our emotional intimacy as couples, we have to we have to understand where our spouse is coming from, and being able to express where we're at. Yeah. Did we did did the conversation you know fully get flushed out right there in that moment? No, it was the start of a conversation of she. I could tell she wasn't too thrilled with it, and I just more or less said, "Hey, let's see what this." begins to look like. I under, I know where you're coming from. I know I can already see it without you even saying it. You're concerned about the pokiness, you know, kissing you, oral sex. Got it. Mm-hmm. But let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's been an interesting journey that we've been on these last few months because yes, Tony's compliment meter has been like off the charts. People love his beard. And, you know, the interesting thing is I always get the next question that says, well, Lisa, what do you think about it? And, you know, I am going to tell you what I think about it. But first, I just want to show you know what? We asked the question to the one family, you know, like, is facial hair, has that been a thing in your marriage? And 83% of you said that your husbands, or if you're the man that you have, had facial hair at some point in time in the marriage. Mm-hmm. 83%. Almost everybody. Yeah. Uh, of that, then 42% of you say that it has impacted your sexual intimacy. And therein lies the crux because when Tony was making, you know, making that declaration in the bathroom that I think I'm going to keep it. And he's absolutely right. My face was like, um, what was going through my head is not if you expect to have oral sex with me. So you're going to have to think through that whole thing and we're going to have to navigate that. But, you know, I, I understand that there are so many of you that there was one comment actually when we said, you know, how has it impacted your sexual intimacy? And I don't know that I'll ever forget this comment. It was It was amazing. One person said, no beard, no booty. Like that's where you come. And we know that we have so many in the one family that love the beards. 
And, and you know, it's kind of like what Tony said, if you don't have facial hair, keep listening to the show because it's going beyond, you know, what it means to have facial hair. It's going beyond, you know, this concept of, you know, all the statements that you're making, I hate this, or I, you know, the way you poke me, or I don't like the way you look with facial hair or how it feels, or it hurts, or I don't want to kiss you because you have these life circumstances. And, and like Tony was saying at the top of the show, you know, three years ago, three and a half years ago, we recorded that show, but what's the evolution uh-huh. and the growth in a marriage? Because COVID comes, there's a full beard now in my, you know, attached to my husband. And how <laughs> do we navigate this? How can we make this work for us? How can we get to a place? So to beard or not to beard and how that impacts your sexual intimacy. Let's discuss that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. So we're back and we're talking about beards and sex and, and how to have this actually become a unifying aspect of your marriage. And, and you know, again, I have never liked pokey hair, like just the pokiness, the five o'clock shadow. I think it looks amazing on Tony. I just don't want to be kissed with it, mm-hmm. right? And I don't want any of my parts kissed with it because it it hurts straight up. It hurts. And so, you know, here's this, he's presenting this to me. And I remember the first week that he brought this up, I'm like, well, sweet, I've got my period this week. So clearly we can just let this ride, right? Like, And maybe by then, and the back of my head too, I'm like, mm, maybe by the end of this week of me having my period, he'll actually be like, I think I'm going to shave it off. This mm-hmm. is truthfully going in my head. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to push the issue too much. But then the beard's not going away. And so now we're in this place of actually having to navigate my concerns mm-hmm. about sexual intimacy, how he actually feels about having this beard and what this is going to look like for the two of us. Yeah. And, and the conversation, like many a conversations we have in marriage, it's not a one and done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing that I saw us really address in our marriage. And and believe me, there are times when I was like, Elisa, I don't understand your stance with this. You're making a hard and fast no for, for no reason. Like right now, like we could discuss this and let's see what happens. And yet in the, in the moment, and many of you may have have had this happen for you, your spouse brings something up to you and it's a hard and fast no in that moment. And yet I try to look at things a little differently and go, well, wait a minute, can we test it? Can we try it? Can we see if it works? I think too often in our marriages, we try not to, we try to just go yes or no Mm -hmm. instead of being willing to try things together. And because we know in the trying 
there, there may be a little bit of friction mm-hmm. and we don't want that friction. And so I could sense this in our, in our marriage. I can sense it in our conversations. And so I just said, look it, can we try? Let's see. I, I get it. I understand you, honey. Like you don't like the pokiness. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Like she said, when it's more five o'clock shadowy, it's very pokey. So can we get it to a place where it softens up? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, one of the big things that we both learn, like, Hey, if it just grows out a little bit more, it softens up. Hey, for Christmas, my beautiful wife purchases me some, it's called badass beard oil and badass beard balm. And I will put and links. And the scent that he has is called Ladies Man. Yeah. And I will put a link to that here uh, in the episode notes for, for you guys who want to try something out. Um, I find it to be helpful, just even for myself, for my skin, for my, for my beard. But I also feel like it's been helpful for Elisa as well. Well, because here's the thing. It's not just how the two of you are talking about it. It's also what are the solutions that you're going mm-hmm. after? Right. I knew if this beard was going to become a thing in our marriage that like I needed to do, I needed to find solutions that were actually going to make it softer for me. I didn't want him to like, I didn't want to be pushing him away because this was something that he wanted. And I'm like, okay, like seriously, it's facial hair. This is not the end of the world. And so I, I did, I went searching for basically, I don't remember my exact Google terms, but it was something along the lines of how to keep beard soft or, and these okay. beard bombs and beard oils were coming up and I'm like, all right, Amazon, what do you got? And, and that's what started that journey. And so it actually allowed me to participate in this. The other thing that, you know, this was clearly a bearded Christmas. Um, the other thing that Tony ended up getting was a beard trimmer because when it gets all ruly and, and I, that's not appealing to me, but when he's got it tight and that hair stays manageable. And that was a conversation we had. Like what does work instead of that fast? No, because I will tell you in our marriage, I am generally the one that puts that puts the brakes on ideas. You guys have heard this before, you know. And so this was actually an opportunity for us to to stretch into being open-minded, to stretch into mm-hmm. building emotional intimacy. And I know some of you are like, seriously, you guys have just spent this much time talking about beards. We've actually spent a lot more time talking about beards, right? Like over the last three months, um, because it's not just the beard, right? In your marriage, it very, it's very likely that it's something else, but how are you having these conversations? Are you the one that's, that's typically more resistant? And so you, like your spouse throws something out and you're like, no, not in my house, not on your face. This is not happening. Or can you take a step back? Like Tony said, I mean, Tony is the consummate tester. He's always like, well, let's just try it and see what, see what happens. We can always do something different. That's the man I'm married to. And So being in this place, you know, with this beard, it actually, it has rocked my notions. Well, and here's one thing too, because sexually oral sex, it changes a little bit of that dynamic. And, and how, how does that happen? What, what could I do to make it still satisfying for Elisa and yet not be abrasive? What does that mean? What does that look like? And I had to think about that and we had to, we had to be willing to, to test. And I say test because you, you, you got to let me know, like when, when things are happening like that, it's Elisa, you got to let me know in the moment too, what's going on. So if it's something like that, maybe together, if it's one of those places where, Hey, it is irritating. Let your man know mm-hmm. and guys go. Okay. In the end, in the end, when I look at this, I want to win-win. 
I want to win-win with my wife mm -hmm. because I want to be able to have my beer. I want to be able to make love to her. I want to be able to kiss her. So how do we work this together and create win-win opportunities mm -hmm. in our marriage? Yes. Is it a beard? Minor in terms of the big things of life and in marriage. And yet we can take this opportunity just as you guys can and go, all right, what's something that we're addressing in our marriage right now where we're on opposite sides and how do we come together and make it a win-win? Mm -hmm. Be it with your sexual intimacy, be it with your financial intimacy, be it with your emotional intimacy or spiritual intimacy or recreational intimacy. Where's the win-win? Mm -hmm. Where are you guys coming together? And in that negotiating, in we do that in marriage. We negotiate things together. It's part of what we're doing. How are we engaging one another to come to a common ground to go, you know what? This works for both of us. And there are times when that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, I like the beard. If it was a hard, hard, hard no after, you know, say a month of us doing that and it just wasn't working out, I would shave it. I would have. Because at the end of the day, my desire to be with Elisa and all six pillars of intimacy matter more than a beard to me. Mm -hmm. But that's me. That's my conviction. You may have a different one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just taking in this show and, you know, just thinking through because we did the other show, you know, all those years ago, just the reminder. And, and I think this is a reminder for the entire one family. There are a lot of things that we probably give hard nose to that may be a not right now. Mm -mm. And That's the good. reminder yeah. that the two of you are living, growing human beings, which means that, that where you were three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. it can change, mm -hmm. right? You can, you can come into a different season. You can do different things. And, and for some of you, it may be a beard. There may be other issues in your marriage that you're kind of working through and you're like, but all those years ago, you said this. Yeah. Let's focus on where we are now and let's come together, like Tony said, to find those win-win solutions, to identify what the resistance is and to really work through that as a team so that the two of you are deepening the connection, deepening that closeness, no matter what the topic is. Yeah, that's good. Hey, at the end of the day, this week, go have fun. Find mm -hmm. a win-win win-win situation. Find that win-win in your marriage, wherever it may be. It may be around a beard. It may be around a car. It may be around some part of your sexual intimacy, wherever it is. Is there an ability for the two of you to look at where you are now, where you've grown and go, you know what? Instead of going against each other, where's the win-win? For us, over these last couple of months, we found that win-win with this sexy beard I got going on now. So for you guys, enjoy your week. Have a fun one. Take care. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.